All right, we're back. We again. Back again and again. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we told you guys we'd be back. You yeah, we did. You, you didn't believe us, but I mean. You didn't believe us. Yeah, but. Uh, you're wrong. We're yeah, right we, yeah we, we didn't believe in us, but yeah, here yeah, we, we are. Yeah, so. uh, what's going on, Alex? How's your yeah, week going, going good, so man. far? Yeah, I'm doing all right. How are, how are things uh, with you? Uh, busy, work, um, tons of other bullshit going on, personal yeah, projects, really. you know, it is, you know. Typical deal. What else am I gonna do? You know, life's life. Life's a bitch. Move on. Yeah, from it. Bitch, what are you yeah. gonna do? Yeah. Indeed. How's everything going with you, Doug? It's going all right, man. It's going all right. You know, uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys can see it because we're gonna make this. It's gonna be audio for now, but I got a haircut. If that's worth anything. You and, look great, uh, by the way. Actually, uh, a bunch of shit has happened. Uh, one, it's no longer a hundred degrees where I'm at. And two, uh, we actually want to talk about something today. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about something today because this is very personal to me. A software, which if you guys know, I'm a UX designer. A certain software I've been using for a good part of almost half a decade now, I want to say, which is why one way of saying like, what, four years? Mm-hmm. Uh, it has been in the news lately. Karen, you might have heard that yeah. a certain software was acquired by a certain company that a lot of people do not seem to like. No, before, before we actually get into it, does anyone want to take a guess to what this product is? Yeah. Take a guess. If you're listening to this, you probably know what it is. But... Yeah, you probably do, yeah. All right. All right, pause, Five, take, four, three, two, pa- pause right now. Take a second, see where you're at. But if you pause by now and you've made your guess, the answer is Figma. Figma, we're talk- yes. We're talking about Figma today. The acquisition, exactly. what are our thoughts on it? What do we think about the product? And what takeaways do we have from it? Um, exactly. So for those of you that don't know, I'm a PM. Um, I've used Figma sparingly. I personally think the product is great. I love the UI. I love how intuitive it is. The, what is it? The smart animate functionality that allows you to essentially mimic what actions would happen within your application. I think that's killer. I personally love that. Um, but Alex, I guess, why don't, but to, to, to that side tangent, I guess I would say by no means do I have an equivalent amount of experience that someone like Alex would have, right? So I guess, Alex, maybe start off with, um, tell us a little bit about the product for those of us that aren't in the know. Yeah, so for uh, a lot of you uh, who might be listening, it's kind of easy to like to think when you hear about an acquisition, you don't really hear about the company until it gets acquired, or you might have heard the company name, but you don't really know what it is. I mean, that was me with Slack. I had no idea what the fuck Slack was when I heard was it at Atlassian they acquired Slack or whatever it is? Did someone acquire Slack? What was it Atlassian? I thought it was I think Microsoft. so. But in any case, this is before I even started using Slack, and I'm like, oh shit, okay, now I know what now what they do. So, uh, anyways, while Karen D, um corrects me, or uh, it was Salesforce actually. Salesforce, okay, Salesforce, yeah. So. Anyways, back to what I was saying here. It, it's uh, you know when there ever is an act, whenever there's an acquisition, people wonder, okay, what does this do? And this is actually an important question, and I'll we're going to get to it pretty soon because there's a, there's a lot of uh, takeaway points in answering that. But anyways, so Figma is a product design tool specifically for you know designing interfaces prototyping interfaces for apps, for websites, for, I mean, smartwatches, really any, any medium or platform you're using, it, it can, it can help you. It, it can help mock up the interface for whatever platform you're building your product for. 
And it has been around, it's been around for a while, but it didn't really catch on until the mid 2010s. And ever since then, it's sort of become the, well, actually, no, it has become, not sort of, it has become the main tool for product designers. And it has gone, become so commonplace that literally nobody could compete with it. And it wasn't the first on the, on the scene. Actually, there were quite a few other companies. There was a Sketch, which I use when I got into UX design. There's obviously a, a slew, like a, you know, plethora of Adobe products, you know, Fireworks, Adobe XD. There were other things like, um, you know, Envision and whatnot, but Figma, had the staying power <laughs> and so sorry guys we're, we're still we're still you know it's been a while we're getting better give me just a second okay there sorry camera tilted anyways so what made figma so powerful was it was actually very it, it was the nature of the product it was a web focused product now it wasn't the only web focused product out there but what made it so good was that it had the portability of web, but also it had the performance, or at least it, it caught up to having the performance of what we call native applications, you know, basically things you download onto your device, which, you know, they tend to run smoother than web applications. And this is important because from the design side of things, you know, like as like a lot of designers, they tend to use, well, Actually, I don't say a lot of designers, but historically, a lot of design software was Mac exclusive. And that really is a high barrier to entry because Macs are very expensive. You know, a $500 PC, like what you get in a $500 PC, you're going to probably pay double to get the same performance in, in, the, in a MacBook. So what made Figma powerful was that it was, since it was a web app, it didn't really matter what platform you use. You could use Linux, you could use the fucking Tamagotchi. I don't know, it'll, it'll work on it. So that, that's, that's what made it very powerful. I remember one of my friends, uh, she and I were working on a project and she didn't have a Mac and I did. And I, you know, was making our prototypes and sketch, but we switched to Figma because, you know, Figma would work on her PC. It would work on my Mac. And even now for me, like I actually, <laughs> as much as I love Apple, I don't really need to, actually, it's harder for me to justify getting a Mac now because of what, you know, what, you know, the tools in my trade Figma tends to, since Figma's cross-platform, it doesn't justify spending so much money on a MacBook anymore. But that really is what made it popular was that it was cross-platform, you know, because UX has become so much more commonplace, you know, everyone in any company cares about their, oh, you know, user experience or whatever product they're building. It's no longer confined to that Apple, you know, some, I was like, you know, walled garden. And the other thing also is it was very fast, you know, the whole native thing, you know, it didn't feel like a clunky, like usually web apps when you're doing things like, you know, drawing, illustration, whatever, they start to feel bogged down and slow and, you know, clunky and whatnot. And Figma actually has a lot of shit going underneath this, un, under the surface. I, I did some reading on it and I forgot the links, which I hadn't shared with you guys, but they did a lot of low level, like C++ things, which I didn't even think of. I thought it was just plain old JavaScript um, web app, uh, application. But the other thing that kind of that trans, sort of transcends all this was that 
they built a product people wanted to use. And this sounds pretty like, you know, no shit. But when I was going back, we talked about, okay, hear about companies getting acquired, like startups getting acquired. A lot of times we're not really sure what they do. Like you go on their webpage, you'll say it's a cloud-based platform for whatever fucking, I don't know. And you're like, okay, that sounds cool. But deep down, you're like, what does it do? Figma does something pretty straightforward. It lets you mock up designs and prototypes on the web. And it's not the only one who does, who do, they're not the only one who, who do this. They're not the only one, only, only product which actually does this. There are a lot more products out there. It's that they did it well because they understood who they were making it for. Okay. You know, they, they did, they basically made it free for pretty much until like 2019 or 2018. All right. They, they literally, it's, I mean, they had some plans, but the free version was like, it didn't feel like it was handicapped. It didn't feel like it was limited. It didn't feel like it was being, it was being, you know, uh, tethered and uh, purposely uh, sabotaged. You know, generally free versions of things feel like shit. So it's almost like they're robbing you blind. They're like, oh, okay, hey, 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 you can't do this, but you got, you got to pay. You got to pay. Just do like something which is very trivial. I mean, even now, like Figma, if you know what you're doing, I don't condone this behavior, but yeah, you can basically get it for free if you know what you're doing. You shouldn't do it. You should pay for it unless you're a student. But they, they sort of, they have a trust in users that a lot of companies don't have. And because of this, this is why Adobe threw in the towel and also threw in $20 billion. Because $20 billion is a lot of money. $20 billion is a, I mean, I, I get to, of course, it's a fucking ton of money, but people are like, why $20 billion? That's a lot for a company who, unless you're in industry, you never heard of. Like $20 billion, like people knew what WhatsApp was. People know it. I mean, you know, Facebook, did, Meta didn't even buy Instagram for $20 billion. Yeah, what did they so, pay for Instagram? Like $3 yeah, billion? Like $3 billion. I mean, still, obviously, you know, shit ton of money, but it's like $20 billion is the size of a... You know, usually like when you that's see big, 20 billion, you like think the, of a company you've heard of. And if you're outside like, the industry, you usually don't know about it. So like, like Notion has a $10 billion valuation. And there's an argument to be made that Notion's a productivity tool. I would almost think that this is not a knock against Pigma at all. Right. Um, I would almost think that Notion would kind of have a wider audience, right? Because they're not. I think they probably do. It's just like, it's just that with Figma because it, it's sort of, it's basically the juggernaut within it within a small it's 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 a bigger fish in a smaller pond it's sort of it's not worth competing with because yeah remember yeah. sketch and i want to go back to sketch was the the, OG. the yeah it was it was like the, the big guy on in, in the marketplace i mean it was the one everyone used like and like i remember like i, I got into ux design around 2016 and if you looked at you know 2014 2015 2016 even as as late as like 20 18 sketch was the way to go everyone was saying you sketch you sketch and sketches uh, and i remember actually when we were going back to the hole when we were first starting to use figma i kind of hated figma just because you know it's a web app and you know it, it didn't feel it felt like a sort of sketch knockoff at the time the thing is though sketch has kind of become i don't want to say it's become a figma knockoff but it it basically didn't see where things were going you know i mean yeah sketch it it was like a you know native app which i mean 
their benefits to it, but it was a Mac exclusive app. And they sort of advertised like, you know, that as, as a feature that, oh, we only use Mac. And people were asking, are we ever going to use Windows? And they just, I think, I, I don't, I don't want to, don't, don't quote me on this, but I just, from what I read, it was like, the justification was a lot of the core features of, of Sketch were built using Mac specific API, Mac OS specific APIs, like things that you couldn't find an analog to in Windows. Right. And that's not necessarily wrong. I mean, Mac has does some things better than Windows. Mac OS does, does, does do some things better than Windows, but because of that, they limited themselves. They left a lot of market dominance on the table. You know, they had a lot of plugins. Sketch had some great plugins, but they sort of just said, okay, here's our product, and you can sort of add the plugins you want, which is great. You know, I, I had fun with it, you know, sort of tricking out the the, the app to my uh, my liking. There is but, something to be said about allowing the flexibility for your users. Exactly, yeah. And actually, Figma embraces that too. But Figma understood where the market was going. Figma understood that collaboration is where, especially in this age of remote work, they, they understood, okay, this this collab, you know, collaboration between teams is where things are going. So Sketch sort of showed the way. They showed the way, but... They didn't go there. Figma went there, and now Sketch is trying to get there. Envision is trying to get there. Um, Proto IO is trying to get there. UX Pen, they're all trying to get there. And you know, Figma. The thing is, once once you get the market, you get the market. It's like it's hard to do it. People are gonna shit. I mean, even Adobe, Adobe, who for you know pretty much any creative creative software besides UX design, they tend they tend to dominate the market. You know, they have Premiere for video, After Effects for special effects, Photoshop for i mean video, photo editing so you know even they they had to concede that they couldn't compete with figma and so they bought him out for 20 billion dollars they mm -hmm. because it was a useful product you know it, it's it wasn't like a cash drive i mean a lot of startups unfortunately they're just sort of pump and dumps you know especially web3 that's just my opinion we're not gonna go there because we're, we're not gonna go there. that's my opinion i'm just saying anyway i'm just saying with figma it's yeah Okay, well, let me let me ask you this, right? Because first time I will say Figma Figma's in app experience using the app is incredible. I yeah. love it. It is so good. And, um, yeah, you, you, like, you're not even like a designer, and you understand it. That tells yeah. you how potent it is. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so you said this at the beginning of the call, but Figma was absolutely not the first to the punch within this segment. It no. started with Sketch, is that correct? I mean, there quite a few. I don't know who came first, but yeah, yeah basically okay. until Figma, Sketch was kind of like the... Uh, uh, okay, let me the ask way. you this. Like, tell me why... Tell me why Figma got here. What did they do better? What did they... What features did they have? Did they listen to their customers better? Did they get better acquisition? In your eyes as a designer, what I did they do they, better? They really... And I don't want to sound like a cliche here, but they really did listen to their user base. Like they listened to the community. I know community is such a broad word, but like they listened to the people who use their product. You know, like mm -hmm. going back to the whole performance thing, again, when I started using Figma in like 2017, I hated how because it was a web app, the, the performance was very shitty when I started using it. Really? And really? I I sort of like every time we had to use Figma, like, fucking hell, when is my friend going to get a Mac so we can use Sketch? But they seem to have listened to 
maybe they, they other people were complaining about it. I mean, I never I never like you know ranted about it on the internet or anything, but there might have been a lot of people who did. And because of this, they I'm pretty sure they listened. And whatever happens, it's it's much faster now. I I don't even like think about like it, it's so performant now. I don't even think about the whether or not it's native or web or web based anymore. It just works. Uh, another thing going off of that is, you know, they embrace, uh, they listen to the community and they embrace the community. You know, plugin development is is one of the things that Figma, you know, Sketch does well, at least when I used it. I haven't touched it since uh, I started going all in on Figma. But Figma does really good with plugins. You know, they, they, they're very, they're actually very easy to develop, uh, relatively speaking. They, and, and they embrace it on their platform they say hey there are other things other people are making you know they make wireframing kits they make ui kits they make plugins for using real data in that prototype you don't have to use fake data you can actually import you know csv or json data for like a if you're making a list of something like a listing ui component or whatever you know they have components for uh literally you know they have plugins sorry plugins for anything so they embrace the community aspect of it. And, you know, because of this, they, you know, that's my view is they listen to the community. I'm kind of sort of elaborating on that, but that, that's basically the truth. They listen to the community and people like it. And I think if Adobe, because one of the concerns people have about Adobe buying it, I'm going to have a tangent here, is that they're going to sort of sabotage it. But if Adobe is willing to put down 20 billion. I am going to guess, and I could be wrong, but I'm going to guess they uh, they probably understood what they have in their hands now. And I, I'm assuming they understand it is in their interest to keep that preserved as much as possible, mm-hmm. whatever they intend to do with it. Okay. In terms of, because one thing that I think about a lot in product is yeah, you can talk to customers, you can gather feedback, but a big issue or not issue rather, but a big thing that I think about is how quickly am I able to iterate on right. their feedback, right? right? Do you think that Figma was just quicker to the punch to get these features out there? Dude, and, or, or, or did they, or, or let me, or Sorry. were they, did they just get it out quicker or did they just do it better? Or was they it did a better job listening, listening. Like you could literally like, what I like about Figma was if you have, I mean, I, I'm not saying it's an exclusive Figma, but one of the things where if you're trying to figure out how to do something, you can just at Figma on Twitter and they'll either tell you what to look at or they'll say, hey, that's a cool feature we have and we're working on it. Like I, you know, going back to the whole, you know, prototyping thing, like, you know, one of the things I like to do is if I can export an animated prototype as a, as a GIF, and I actually asked him, I said, hey, that's a feature we're working on, but we don't have it yet. If I, you know, so it's like that that kind of engagement is important. Like you don't have to go on some dedicated forum on some far corner of the internet or some far corner of the website. No, you just straight up tweet them, you know, at them on, your, on a tweet and they'll, they'll get back to you. you know? And again, it's not exclusive to, I mean, you know, fucking Wendy's does this. Don't get me started on Radio Shack. But yeah, like they... <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying like that. That kind of what makes it like people trust Figma, you know. And I'm really hoping Adobe is aware of that because it's not like okay, it's not just like a great product. It's actually just a great like engagement experience, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, it's, yeah. people have trust in the product and the people behind it, and I think that makes them want to use it. Um, right. I know that when, like, maybe to make an example, I know that when GitHub got acquired by Microsoft, a lot of people were kind of in a panic about it. And if I'm, mm-hmm. you know, playing devil's advocate, I can kind of see where they're coming from. But in reality, nothing really changed. I think Microsoft had enough self-awareness to realize, like, people like this product. That's why it got as big as it did. Um, yes, there are certain areas that we can improve or do better or build something completely new. I mean, we just saw that with GitHub Copilot. A lot of people seem to like that. Um and they didn't ruin it. If anything, they enhanced it. And I yeah. sincerely hope that I, Adobe realizes the opportunity that they have on their hands. Not only do they have a killer product that is going to make a lot of revenue, if I'm honest, right. I don't even think Adobe bought Figma for revenue. Um, they have a great community of people that are going to go to bat behind that product. And if anything, Adobe should use their resources to drive Figma to a place that they perhaps could not have gone themselves. Yeah, and I'm actually kind of, I mean, I have to say I'm rather, I mean, I'm not like hardcore. My opinion on this is that isn't actually very extreme. It's kind of just sort of some, I don't want to say passive, but anyways, my opinion on this is I think if done right, this is a good acquisition. I mean, obviously forever found a figment, it's a fantastic acquisition. They got $20 billion, but um, for the actual good of the product, I think if Adobe does right, does the right things here, it is a good act, good idea. It's a good, it's a good way to go. And I'll, here's why I'll say, um, you know, there are a lot of things that if you look at like, like the fact is Adobe, I mean, despite all the flack they get, they have, since they, they pretty much build every, like they, they, they build pretty much every creative software, like again, video, photo editing, you know, special visual effects. Because of that, like if you if you ever use Adobe, uh, Adobe's uh, suite, I mean, if you use it, you'll notice there the, all the products are integrated in some capacity. You know, you can if you're doing like a you know you can you can import something from Photoshop into Premiere or from Premiere into After Effects. Uh, so you know, or Photoshop to I think you do Photoshop to like UX uh, Adobe XD, and there are a lot of there's a lot of potential for putting Figma in that, you know, network, in that, you know, ecosystem. And one of the features, going back to the whole animation thing, is if you if you might have noticed, like you see on, a, you know, Dribbble, if you've got any designers listening, if you go on Dribbble or Behance, or even if you see, like, a, a video of, like, a, an advertisement for, for an app where it's just sort of, like, they show the app in use, you know, like, animations and micro-interactions and everything. You can, there is a potential to just have some integration between Figma and After Effects where you don't have to like import screens and make the keyframes and the animation curves and all those things and kind of time and everything. You can actually import what's from Smart Animate and then After Effects can infer uh, an animation, like an, basically infer all those things for you. So you don't have to do it. And then you can actually just quickly export, like if you're making, you know, advertisements or you want to make branding, you know, um, assets, media, branding videos, it's already there. There's a lot of potential there if you have Figma integrated into that pipeline. So I think there are some good things for it. I I am, you know, again, it's if they do it right, but I'm, I'm kind of, a, I'm kind of, I'm for it. And, you know, Adobe has done some uh, questionable things, but I mean, 
when's the last time you when did you stop using photoshop well you didn't stop using photoshop so you know it's it's like they 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 have they, they 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 have their strengths because they have that dominance in the market. It's never not actually ironclad because you know with business, I mean, any king can be overthrown in yeah. any market. Yeah. But I think it's a good thing. I'm actually for it. Assuming they do everything right and they don't try to like, you know, go like the EA route and you know, emaciate. Well, we should do an episode on EA. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, we're, we're not in game, we're not in game design. Why not? Yeah, I don't give a shit, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure if there's any EA defenders out there, I don't think they're going to raise their heads up. So, yeah, well, like all four of them. Yeah, all four of them. <laughs> you know, I think two of them are probably like missing the CEO. Yeah, CEO. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I do think that there's a lot of opportunity for the integration with the um, with the existing Adobe Suite. That was something great that you touched on. Yeah. Um, what is your opinion? And I know you, I know you touched on this briefly just a second ago, but what is your opinion on the acquisition of whole? What was your first reaction on it? Did you think like, okay, this kind of makes sense for Adobe? Did you kind of go like, what the fuck? Because I know a lot of people were upset, like, well, this is it, jump ship, Figma's out the window. Dude, my first reaction was basically, what are the memes going to be? So <laughs> there was some funny ones. Like, actually, Sketch, they literally said, still not Adobe on their newest patch release. Like, no, it's, it's still, like when you open the app, it'll say, still not Adobe. So I thought mm-hmm. that was kind of funny. Um, I, I mean, look, I'm not, I was all for it. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'll, I'm not saying I'm, I was all for it, but like on the whole, I, I am for it. You know, mm-hmm. you take everything into consideration. I'm, I'm for it. You know, I think it's great. I mean, I'm not rooting for them to do it. I'm just saying, hey, if they actually, if they bought it, well, hey, you know, it's, it's there's some potential there because, you know, you know, Adobe has resources. I mean, Figma obviously was, it wasn't like Figma was down under or anything, but hey, I mean, Adobe is a pretty sizable company. So, you know, I mean, like Sketch is, you know, a lot of these companies, they're their own and they were doing great, but then they got caught off guard and uh, Figma came in. And now, I mean, I think even Envision, uh, I don't know if Envision, I think they're still around, but I remember like a couple of years ago, they were getting like, they were running post-mortems on the envision of how it sort of it got there but it, it missed the ball like it missed the like it missed the ball, but it dropped the ball and like in a way worse than, than sketch because envision is at least a, a, a soft like a, a SaaS product you know it is something you do in the web but they kind of you know like so so when you, when you go to adobe i mean adobe's been around for i think like almost 40 years now that this Jesus. stability you get there, I think it's good. So I'm, I'm for it. I know I'm repeating myself, like what I read. I said, like you know, like a few minutes ago, but no, I'm for it. I think it's, I think it's a good call. I think it makes a lot of sense when you think about it under the lens that you had just illustrated. Now, I'd be curious about like the competitors. So, Envision, for example, talk to me about yeah. that. All what right. did oh. like what what did they fuck up or what did they do wrong? Well, I'll talk about what they did right first. What they were good at was they were meant for basically prototyping the UI a user. Like the, the UIs you've already made, Envision was meant to sort of basically like, okay, you make your UIs in Sketch. You actually want to make prototypes where users can test them. Like, they, okay, press this button, type this, do this. And Envision, 
allowed you to do that. Like it was just sort of, okay, import the images and then you can create, you know, attach events to them and then connections and all that. But I think where they dropped the ball was that it, it just sort of, I mean, I know they tried to do like the whole, you know, you know, actually making the UIs in Envision. It just, I don't know. I feel like they, they, they kind of, they, they, their focus either wasn't in the right direction or it just wasn't concentrated in, in those key few areas that Figma was able to do. So I think Envision's still around. I'm actually looked that up. Is Envision still around? I mean, I think they are still around. Um, it's just, you know, I think they 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 could have been Figma because they were going like I remember like around when 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 you know like mid 20, 2016, 2017, Envision was you know the talk of the town, but it's um, I don't know. I mean, I think they do some things better. I I don't think they're exactly you know down and out yet. I, I think they kind of pivoted. So maybe my rant is warranted, but they they they've certainly. I think my, my my guess is they kind of sort of accepted that. So, because um, I, I think, I don't know, did they rebrand? I think they rebranded as like an overall product, like platform. It's good for, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, hey, they seem to have rebranded. So I guess I was wrong. Um, but yeah, actually, if you look at it, actually, Karen, they seem more up your alley now. <laughs> so for the things you do. Um, what is it? It says online whiteboard meets productivity platform, a real-time workspace for teams to collaborate better. So it's sort of like a general thing. Like whereas like Figma is solely for product design, this seems to be yeah. like you can kind of like you know do user stories, you can show spreadsheets, you can um, they have integration with Teams, but they have integration with Figma. So I guess hey, you know, uh, it seems like they've almost gone towards like you just said, they've gone towards being more of a product management platform or a productivity I platform. Think so. I mean, yeah, I guess you know, I guess and hey, that's another topic for another episode about, you know, pivoting and which they seem to have done. I mean, if you look at their website, they have you know, IBM is a customer, Salesforce I, I, is a customer, AIB is a customer. So they clearly are yes, I guess they're doing they're doing yeah. something right now. Yeah, I mean they're doing I mean they're doing all right. And I guess it's good that they are still around because I personally am always a fan of competition in the industry. I think monopolies are Yeah, monopolies are, are bullshit. I mean, yeah. I honestly and it's totally fine to rebrand. I mean, hey, you know, Apple was a computer company and we all know the, that story. They don't the computers not even I mean, they make good computers and they have good business in the computers, but I mean sometimes when you accept defeat you'll gain a bigger victory. So yes. but that's the topic for another episode. So yeah. Yes. <laughs> Overall, I think it's a winning play. I think Adobe made a good decision. I think that with their resources and their knowledge, they can truly make Figma something even better than it already is. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes, especially as a PM. Um, I know that like internally for me, at least at my company, all of my designers use Figma. Um, everyone seems to unanimously love it. I think that Figma, I'm not going to say that they have a grip on the industry because I just don't know. I'm sure that there's people that use sketch or use other products oh, yeah, but, I, yeah, yeah. but i do feel like there's a significant amount of people that have bought into the figma ecosystem and are refusing to let that go and yeah, that's such that's such a huge you know advantage to their platform and i think one thing that adobe might have looked at with figma was not only is it a good core product but the users the users are 
I mean, I was speaking for myself here, but I also think I feel like I speak for a lot of people within the tech industry when I say, when you have a tool that works for you, you don't want to give that up. You're going to stick with it. You're going to ride with it until the end of time. And I think Figma has done that for designers, and I'm stoked to see where it's going to go from here. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely, dude. I mean, it's, um, you know, I, I think it's it's going in the right direction. I'm curious. I mean, there might be some roadblocks along the way, but I think assuming Adobe doesn't fuck this up extremely. And... Actually, that presents another question. How does Adobe, can you think of any other notable acquisitions by Adobe that they've done? Because I can't. Actually, come think of it, no. Um, or right, no, no. There was... One company. Well, I mean, if you go back in time, they technically acquired Macromedia, but I mean, that's... Was that, that, that I was gonna say that doesn't even sound like anywhere near the scale of this one. Yeah, Macromedia was basically Adobe's competitor in the '90s. I mean, that's that's kind of yeah. Most... That's well, it. Let me so... see Adobe. I think they let's see positions. Um... Oh, there's a whole Wikipedia page. <laughs> mm. Okay. Acquisitions. They bought. Let's see. Let's see. Let's acquire. Let's sort by. Okay. Anything before like 2010 is irrelevant to people are rich. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. They acquired Figma, Frame.io. I've heard of Frame.io. They acquired Magento. Um, oh, they acquired. How did I forget this? They acquired Behance. Behance. Fuck. I completely forgot they bought oh. Behance. Yeah, and Behance, I mean, I think Behance is pretty good. And yeah, they acquired, acquired Macromedia for $3.5 billion back in 2005. Jesus. Um, yeah. So and Behance is still widely used across the industry. Yeah, it's basically like I dribble sort of like just for posting. I mean, there's a lot you can dribble with Behance. Was basically, you can put case studies. So it's mm-hmm. more more thorough, like a more like a, like more, like a fancier version of dribble, I suppose. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's their biggest acquisition yet. If you sort by, I mean, Marketo was their, their most recent acquisition and their second biggest. And it was, a uh, you know, 4.8 billion, a little under $5 billion. So Jesus, this just eclipses all of them. Yeah. I mean, I think actually if we, yeah, I'm going to round up 5 billion. I'm, I'm just going to round up just to sort of get the point home. Like, you know, it says here, okay, like five billion is number two. Five billion plus four billion is nine billion. Nine billion plus two billion is you know eleven, 11. billion. Eleven billion plus two billion is thirteen billion. Fifteen billion, and then sixteen billion, seventeen billion. Yeah, basically, roughly the the the, the whatever they spent on Figma is roughly the same is is roughly is roughly what what the value of combining every other acquisition they had so okay yeah okay so I guess what I would I guess one thing that I would probably want to close with would be key takeaways um yeah what do you think in my eyes I think some of the key takeaways that Figma did was and for a lot of people listening to this, a lot of this might sound like stuff that's like, yeah, no shit. But <laughs> the things that are no shit, you would quickly realize are what a lot of companies fail to do well. They really understood their users. I think they probably aggressively went after customer interviews, feedback, validation, execution. I think they did that exceptionally well. 
Um, I think they did a great job of building a community. If you ever had a question, like you said, you could just at them on Twitter and get it figured out. There's no, oh, contact our support channel and we'll email you back within three to five days. That just didn't exist. Um, I think they did very well with understanding the users, getting feedback, making them feel like they actually had a hand in building a product that the people wanted. And I think they just were able to iterate on that and capture that much more quicker than their competitors were. And for me, that's what I think made them, you know, a winner. Yeah, I agree. And I also, I mean, they, they made something which actually makes money. So, yeah. you know, I mean, that's a lot of things. Oh that, my hey, God. if you're doing the cash grab thing, um, fine. I mean, if, you, if, if, if it got you your the money you wanted, I'm not going to shame you for it. It's just, at the end of the day, you know, that's like, that's yeah, a hot potato. If you have something that makes money, people are going to buy it. So, yeah, but but if you know. continue, but if you keep kicking the you know can down the road and like, oh, when we raise our next round of money, we'll become profitable, and then, you know, you're going to yeah. do that for your series C, B, D, and E, and then before you know it, you've raised a billion dollars and you haven't made any profit. So yeah, I, the way the way I look at it is, if someone's going to pay you a dollar for what you have, you just need to scale it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You're going to scale a dollar to like twenty dollars, or the, the amount of money you want someone to buy your product for. But yeah, so I think it all makes sense. So be a figma, everybody. Um, Don't be a fucking. <clears throat> yeah, we're not. We're not naming names here. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. We everybody doing? enjoy your weekend. Thank you so much for listening to us. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, have a good one. I hope we appreciate. We appreciate every single one of you, and we're looking forward to seeing you all next week. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, this has been the fucking podcast with. Alex and Karen Deep, and we will see you next time. We are out.